Hello everyone, this is Brandy with I Teach International and today we are going to be interviewing um, a lovely, bright, intelligent young man and he's going to introduce himself and tell everyone how he got into um, an Ivy League Korean um, university. So tell everyone who you are. Uh, Hi everyone. First of all, thank you so much for having me on your podcast. Uh, It's a pleasure. Uh, So my name is Nathan Thornton, and I am a world traveler and, for lack of better words, expat, uh, and also Korean teacher. And yeah, I've been living abroad now for eight years, um, and I moved abroad when I was 18, uh, like you said, to go to university in South Korea. Awesome. Can you tell everyone how you got into an Ivy League university and what um, like what was the process everyone wants to know um, well basically I got to a Korean um, Ivy League university um, just by basically applying but I was one of the first American students to ever uh, apply to the school so basically what I did was um, I went to a Korean school here in LA where I'm from and um, I learned Korean and then I decided I wanted to go to university in Korea so I prepared um, by taking the Korean SAT which is a a Korean and not the actual SAT for Korea but it's a Korean language um, SAT component and I took that and I went to like prep classes for that and then I decided um, even before getting accepted into university in Korea I just, I just decided you know why don't I just move to Korea and just apply from there so yeah I applied to a couple different schools actually and I had like a round of three different interviews um, totally in Korean of course um, wow and then uh, to my surprise <laughs> I was accepted uh, and yeah it was one of the best moments of my life so that is so awesome to hear that um, at such a young age that you were just driven to do that um, can you tell everyone why did you choose Cor- why did you choose Korea like me and my daughter moved to Kuwait and it's not like a typical country that random African-American people just say, oh, I'm going to move to Kuwait. So, and not many people, you know, African-Americans are in Korea either. So why did you choose Korea? And, and how did, how did your parents feel about that? That's a funny story. Yeah. Um, originally, so I first came in contact with, I guess you could say Korean culture, Korean people back when I was in maybe middle school, the beginning of middle school, and I ended up making a really close friend who was uh, an immigrant from Korea. She literally just arrived from Korea and she couldn't really speak English. And we became really close friends. And a couple years later, um, she ended up introducing me to this Korean school, which I had no idea that existed in in my neighborhood in LA. Uh, It's an all Korean school. And she was telling me, you know, how much she enjoys going there and I was really looking to learn a new language that was something that was different something that you know 
just no one would expect you to know as a black person. Exactly. And I decided, uh, why not check this out? And I checked out the school and I immediately just fell in love with Korean. Like it just matched. And I um, I enrolled in the school. My parents, uh, they paid for my tuition and they told, uh, they told me, if you get into this school, you are not gonna back out. Like we're not paying for you to just be like, oh, I'm bored. I'm done now. They said, we're going to have you stay here until you're 18. So I stayed till I was 18. And yeah, it was it was definitely difficult. But looking back now, you know, if if they hadn't also told me, you know, you need to keep up with this. uh, I don't think I would be where I am now. So Mm -hmm. very good. That's so interesting that you know that you have that mindset that you wanted to do something totally out of the box because um that's what me and my daughter were thinking when we moved to Kuwait and she like really fully embraced um the culture and she learned she speaks Arabic so I totally I mean kudos to your parents how did they feel about you being there um once you got there so going to Korean school, they were a bit confused, but they were, you know, supportive. But when it came to my decision to go to university in Korea to move there at 18, that was when things got a little complicated. They were really confused. And my parents, I would say, are pretty, um, pretty hardcore Americans. They're, you know, they, they believe, you know, America is the best and, you know, <laughs> this that and forth when it comes to universities in america or the united states i should say i'm sorry so when i told my parents i want to go to university in korea they were just like why no don't do that (laughs) Um, they weren't very supportive honestly um but when i you know when i got the plane ticket and i left they were like well if this is what he's gonna do then we're just gonna have to get on get on the train and see where it goes so yeah, but they were, they, once they saw me in Korea and that I was doing well and that I, you know, I wasn't going to back down and this is what I really wanted to do, um, they, they became much more supportive. Awesome. So can you tell everybody what you're going to do now? Like, what are you doing now and what are your plans now? Um, I know you are teaching Korean online yeah. and you can share your website and your, all of your social platforms with everybody, but what are you good? What are your plans now? So now after living in um, a bunch of different countries now um, for the past eight years, I have decided that I want to settle down in Spain. So right now I'm back home in Los Angeles, getting my visa to um, move to Spain awesome and yeah i i also have started you know my my online company teaching korean and i plan to have some online korean courses and yeah i really want to make um make a future out of um teaching korean online and just yeah settle down in spain and make my home there that is so amazing how old are you now i'm 26 now i just turned 26 that is amazing for you to uh, be that inspired to go to another country and you're getting your visa and um, and entrepreneurship. That's really important. So um, before I ask you this next question, 
can you tell everyone how important it is to make sure you go through the proper steps of getting visas and and getting into the country properly definitely so this is something um i get asked about a lot from a lot of different americans just getting the correct visa first of all whenever you move somewhere you should always always um, research about the visa requirements and which visa is right for you do not just you know take your passport and think that you can move to i don't know france or something and you just right. can land there get a job and you're you're done no 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 yeah. um so definitely research there are some countries that are uh, more relaxed than others yeah um but don't take your chances research i do tons of research by joining facebook groups and of course google always google yeah um but yeah facebook groups expat groups and google those visa requirements always yes and and that was kind of the last episode that um that i talked about the importance of working in a country illegally because it's super 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 important um that you don't even if a if a school or whatever employer future employer tries to get you to come overseas and they want you to come and work over there on a tourist visa automatically decline it because yeah, it's just no. it's too risky and they're really starting to crack down on people you know not just americans but people in general from different countries um coming over and working illegally um and the the punishments can be as as hard as jail time and sometimes you know they you know the least amount would be deportation so and nobody oh, yeah. wants to get deported because i had to go through that and it was absolutely embarrassing and terrible oh wow <laughs> so the next question um is how was um because you're a young african-american man how was your life as a young black man living in korea um yeah that's another question i get asked about a lot is did i receive any you know discrimination or was life um difficult being black in korea and honestly i i didn't have any problems i think though that because i spoke korean it definitely changed my experience yes. uh, and my perspective compared to other people who don't necessarily know Korean culture or Korean. So, uh, of course, Koreans, you know, they stare. But the thing is, I knew what people were saying all the time around me. So I knew that no one was ever talking about me in a bad way. Um, they didn't know I was that I could speak Korean if I was sitting next to them on the subway. But if I saw them staring at me and they started speaking, most of the time people were just saying, oh, look, it's a Black person oh wow <laughs> he looks really cool or wow look his hair looks really cool you know it was never um but i always could see um from my other friends who were black americans living in korea but they didn't speak korean and they always told me oh this person's staring at me i bet you like oh they're racist and i was mm. always like mm, maybe not because they might just be looking at you and saying wow i love her braids you know right so, um, but I, ha I actually had no problems living in Korea. I was living there for four years. I never had um, racist experiences in Korea, um, thankfully. And yeah, my, my, I had a very, very comfortable, very, very nice life in Korea. So I enjoyed it a lot. 
That's awesome that you would even say that because, I mean, people thought the same thing about me and my daughter's experience in the Middle East. And, you know, we traveled to different Middle Eastern countries. And so people assumed that me and my daughter were like singled out and were treated poorly. But it was actually the quite opposite, you know, because my daughter understood what they were saying. I, I, I don't speak Arabic. So me personally, I couldn't converse with people, but um, I could understand tidbits of things. But um, but it was the same thing. Usually they're more intrigued with who we are and and they're trying to figure out where we're from. Yeah. You know, if, if you're from Africa or if you're from America. So, and once they find out that you're a Black American, they really become more intrigued because they're like really, they're, they want to know all about us, you know? Yeah. So I, that's awesome that you had a really good experience there. Um, so the last question is, what advice can you give to parents if they want their children um, to begin a career or education abroad? Because there are so many parents, like single parents, um, like myself, but they're scared, not me per, per se, but others that are, are single parents and or maybe they're not single parents, but they're married and they don't know what steps to take to get their children in the right direction or like maybe the kid doesn't want to go to high, go to college but they want to do like a gap year or mm. they don't know the steps to take so what advice can you give to parents on how to get their kid nudged in the right direction um the one the first piece of advice i like to give to to parents is um try to get your your son or daughter involved in learning another language first off um i would say if you can if you can financially support them to yeah start learning at a, a foreign language school like a private private classes or something um i would definitely always advise that so that way they their interest is already starting to peak you know from a, a young age mm-hmm. and um i'm not sure what else like probably you know get in contact with other schools or the university or high school or different programs mm-hmm. and just you know don't be afraid um like my parents were in the in the very beginning i would say you know don't be afraid about sending your your son or daughter abroad mm-hmm. um you know it see it as a giving them that something that you never got to experience that's how my parents put it for me they told me you know we were scared but once we saw you know how much this has changed your life for the good and for the better and all the opportunities that have come with it throughout the years uh it's something that they said they would never take back so that's what i can say about that um i'm not sure about any other advice but (laughs) yeah i mean just i would say people should seek out a professional like yourself like you are someone who's very um you know a lot of information i would say about moving abroad and different programs and whatnot and i feel like parents shouldn't be afraid to approach someone like yourself that would that would be the advice i would give i think thank you (laughs) that's so sweet and i think that you are an amazing um young man and I think that you are just doing an awesome thing and um, I wish you much success in your journey 
in Spain and a plethora of success in your um, Korean um, business. I I think that you, I see great things coming for you. Can you tell everyone how they can reach you on any of your social platforms? Definitely, yes. So um, if you are interested in learning Korean or if you are interested in going to university in Korea or working in Korea, um, if you have any questions about that, feel free to contact me at smarterkorean.com, www.smarterkorean.com. Or you can reach out on Instagram, uh, Smarter Korean Online. So once again, if you want to have any Korean classes, Korean culture classes, I'm here to teach you my 12 years of experience. So I'm here for that. Awesome, awesome. That's so great. Um, before we go, I always leave the final word of what people um, should do, uh, like a final thought. And so today's final thought um, just is for anyone that's out there that's, if you're scared and you're nervous and you just don't know if you want to take that leap or, you know, to try something new, whether it's learning a new language, moving to a different country, just kind of get over that fear and just, just do it. Carpe diem, the thing, because, um, only thing that's stopping you is fear and you know you're gonna just keep saying oh tomorrow I might do it or the next day take that first step and try to research like you know Nathan said find out those different things about the different countries that you want to move to before you take that big step um on tomorrow's episode we are going to be interviewing my daughter (laughs) and she's gonna talk about her um, experience living abroad and traveling to different countries um, and she'll talk about the experience that we had when we were um, deported and then we will also talk with Z from Sweet and Kind Learning Company and she's going to talk about the new trend um, and you know now that's happening well it's not a new trend but it's the latest trend and that's online teaching Um, So she'll talk about how her company um, helps teachers, um, especially specifically teachers of color um, with her product and any teacher, any teacher actually, but she makes products for teachers of color and she trains them. And so she'll talk about how she can help others get into um, the business of being an online teacher. So thanks everyone. Thank you, Nathan, for joining our podcast today. And we will see you guys tomorrow. Thanks for having me. Thanks. Bye.